0: This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. Hi, this is the news in Colorado Springs, according to me, and I, it's just because it's what I'm seeing, and I'm going to comment on it, and I'm going to try not to get political, but here we go. So if you live in Colorado Springs, then you know, and if you don't, maybe you don't, but Colorado Springs has a new mayor now. He has been sworn in, uh, Yemi Mobolade. He won by, I think it was 58% to 42%. Yep. So amazing. So it just... Well, do you call that a landslide? But, I mean, obvious win uh, to be our next mayor. Uh, So this is exciting. I mean, people have been very polarized. And my initial thoughts on it were you had Wayne Williams. And partisan, nonpartisan didn't even come into it for me because that wasn't really the point of anything uh, with the candidates. They hadn't really brought that up it was just the focus was on the city's needs and the most uh, important needs being affordable housing and crime and water conservation uh, homelessness things like that those were the issues that got addressed and so when it's a bit harder to get into Republican and Democrat With that, I feel, but towards the end, when it was just Yemi and Wayne, was when it got to be a bit more. You know, uh, Wayne showed his cards uh, a bit more, I guess, in his uh, attacks on Yemi, you know, saying, you know, Yemi is uh, a socialist or a liberal or a Democrat, and throwing around these terms uh, a bit loosely, I felt, but uh hearing something about yemi saying something about equitable outcomes i suppose you could derive uh something uh, some opinion from that um and then i felt that and well according to yemi he is uh, an independent uh, and then uh, conservatively uh are fiscally conservative. Uh, I'm not sure what that means quite yet, but we'll see. Um, so I felt when it came down to just t- the two of them, I said they both are, f- I think, fairly qualified. You know, Wayne obviously has the experience. Uh, Yemi is already, you know, he has business experience and he has uh, a lot of connections, uh, in the city. So, you know, he has got, uh, a good, uh, you know, chance at, you know, succeeding, you know, being a, gr- uh, a great mayor also. Uh, so it really, I think came down to, you know, which one did you trust? You know, if you were worried about, well, you know, they're being paid by or bought by developers. Well, yeah, uh, they, they all were. Uh, well, you know, the, the big ones, Yemi, Wayne, and Sally, they were all, you know, getting some amount of funding from, uh, you know, home developers or, you know, real estate companies or things like that. Uh, so when it came down to Yemi and Wayne, well, both of them are. So, uh, what do you want to do beyond that? It's just, you know, maybe whose personality do you like more? Who do you think has a, a better vision for the city? This one you know about, I'm sure you've heard about, but it's back in my face again, and it's here in Colorado. Amazon delivery drivers in Colorado peed in bottles, pooped in bags, keep jobs, lawsuit says. So the reason I bring this up, not just because it's in Colorado, but because um, what I started doing, because I felt bad for delivery drivers, we just started putting out uh, it's a little like a snack pack. So when they, when people go and bring deliveries, uh, we've got water bottles, we've got chips, um, uh, you know, nut options, um, um, pens. I have, a, I have some pens cause I'm a real estate agent. So I, I like, here's my, here's some pens, you know, <laughs> here's a pad of paper and some pens if you want. And people have taken them. They, they seem to enjoy them. Um, but just something to help, people. And then, you know, there's a water bottle too. Wink, wink. You know, because I'm just like, where are you going to pee? I mean, this is ridiculously stupid. Here's some more affordable housing coming to Colorado Springs. Uh, we've got uh 40 million in bonds, in bond money coming uh, to Colorado Springs, the city, and that's going to pay for 200 new affordable rental units. So not you know, to buy, but to rent. So there's going to be, that money is just going to get allocated toward different developers who are, uh, from what I'm understanding in this article, they are creating a housing complex or an apartment complex. They're renting out a majority of these at about market price. And then there's a few of them that are low income rated, I guess. So they're they're renting them out much lower. And so these companies are getting compensated by the city in order to do that. And the city's paying for that through this 40 million in private activity bonds. So this is an example of one way that Colorado Springs is trying to bring uh, more affordable housing into the city, whether that be through purchasing it or renting it, uh, just any and every way that they can to get more affordable housing to the city. We are doing dun, dun 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 dun. Everyone's so afraid of these miller moths. I don't know what the problem is. Like I get it. Like I've had I've seen people like they like hey I've got allergies to the dust that they bring or you know my cats are freaking out over them or I just don't like them you know I'm like and I'm like do you like butterflies they're like no I'm like oh well okay that's fine they fly in my face I'm like that's okay that's Valid point, I guess, but they're acting like there's like fifty of these things in their house, and there's like one or two, and that's really, you know, they just open up a pantry and whoa, and it flies out. Like that's the extent of the damage here. So this is cool because you can see like the the invasion, you know, uh, horde, the mass here as they just are moving into, and it's because we have like so much uh, moisture here. Uh, with the rain recently that we've been getting more flowers down here so the moths are kind of distracted so to speak so they've been hanging out here a bit more it's fine by me nighttime butterflies i love them
1: thanks well fulfilling a huge need for homeless families in our area the rj montgomery center in downtown Colorado springs has reopened now with a new name the family hope center News five's Maggie okay. Bryan takes us inside this renovated space and shows us how it's helping the most vulnerable.
2: The new Hope Center can now hold double the number of families with the new renovation. This room here is one of 31 new private rooms where fathers can now stay with their children instead of being separated across the shelter.
0: That's nice. We got a... Another well we got a new homeless shelter upgraded or updated bigger homeless shelter so if you're homeless in Colorado Springs there are places to go back to that point where it's like lungs is not full
2: bills today both concerning property tax here in Colorado That's right it's a hot topic as many Coloradans are still getting over the sticker shock from last month when their property tax bill came in Carrie News Channel 13's Riley Carroll is here to explain one of the bills that some say contains misleading language and goes against colorado's constitution yeah josh and brandon wow, are very they're interesting that bill was signed using tabor into just a few moments ago like they're gonna 303 take the your refunds away with tabor approved revenue change act it aims to reduce coloradans property taxes but something governor polis is hoping to move their money around rather than actually saving them any money Governor yeah, Jared
0: Polis that's Senate Senate pretty much what this is. Is, all about creating a is yeah, sorry that your property taxes shot up. So if you want that to go away and be lessened, and we're going to use any of your Tabor money refund that you would have gotten.
2: To just over However, some opponents, which
0: is not not necessarily opposed to, I just that that's let's just call it what it is. The legislature and governor came up with an idea to basically slightly lower the increase of property taxes, um, but would ask you to start giving up more and more of your TABOR refund. And eventually uh, your TABOR refund would totally go away.
2: Michael Fields is the president of Advanced Colorado. He says you want to vote for that serious legal violations, too. Colorado's constitution does not allow for bills to deal with more than one subject. Field says this bill violates that, dealing with both property taxes and Tabor refunds.
1: We think that it violates
0: single subject, that we should be asking about property tax relief. And in a separate measure, talking about Tabor money going to education or local governments, the ballot language is very misleading. It doesn't have any numbers in it. It doesn't talk about how this coming from Tabor refunds,
2: now, again, although Governor Polis signed the bill earlier today, a proposition will be on the ballot in November, where oh, voters you get to vote will on this. decide if their labor right. funds well, will go towards reducing You get GCC's to decide. Tax, you get to vote. Deciding whether or not this law actually has any effect on Coloradans. In studio, Riley Carroll. All right, do what we do
0: best. 13th. Go vote. Oh another news D20 is banning books now.
2: Academy District 20 is responding to parents following the removal of several books in their public school libraries. Cardio News Channel 13's Riley Carroll joins us live now. She explains the events that led up. Books that to those books nobody being checked out before they got banned. The by the way, <laughs> Yeah, Bryn, this all started at the end of April when District 20 Superintendent Tom Gregory received an email from concerned parents regarding vulgar language in three library books found in multiple D20 schools. Four days later, Gregory gave approval for those books to be pulled from the libraries. I'm writing to let you know that this email authorizes you to remove the books identified in the letter you okay. received Okay, you watch earlier this if this you
0: want, but fired. we want to get to what to books ex- exactly. Books from
2: libraries. The issue started on April 27th when Gregory received this complaint email from parents.
3: It- there are books that are in front of children that... The parents really,
2: at a minimum, have the right to know that their children have access to that book. Darcy Shining is the co-chair of Moms for Liberty El Paso County. I've They're heard, heard the of them for what they say are parents' rights to raise their kids without them being exposed to. sex
0: have of the Moms for Liberty being like a, a conservative far right group. I'll have to look into that more. In D20 I had no idea. Girl, um, I've heard of them on TikTok. Wow. Village. Um, but the girl
3: was talking about her father raping her and just the the utter like sexual descriptions. I mean, they were just so brutal. Some schools removed.
0: Well, some I mean, yeah. If you're if you're describing that situation, yeah, I suppose it would be. But what is the entire book about? Like, the, nobody actually discussed what these books were? Was anybody reading them? It's not like they were being promoted, were they? Oh, are these the? Oh, I, I just skipped it.
2: For three books to be removed from the district.
0: Felix Ever After, Almost Perfect, and Rethinking Normal. Okay, go read those books now. That <laughs> if they're banned, they're banned for a reason, right? <clears throat> they're not promoting Hitler, are they? Okay, then there's probably a reason that somebody doesn't want them in there. Nefarious intent, I call this. Back to you, people who hate Miller moths.
2: Miller moth is currently (laughs) migrating from the eastern plains to the mountains. It's a three-week. Oh no! Look look at look at. It's gonna get me. Middle of that trek and a history expert says oh that's that's they're looking cool i want to look at that bug exhibit <laughs> large numbers this year and that is probably a combination of environmental situations the weather and also the food supply that the um, juvenile form had so they must have had a really good year they're nocturnal meaning they sleep during the day so while we wait for the moths yeah, except to finish when you their touch the question becomes: How do we keep them out of our Oh homes, no! Did you see there were like garages, three or four in cars. one video? I can't we fathom. So oh,
0: the- I'm gonna link to this: uh, Colorado Springs School District bans books, and this was D20, and the books that. This article says that we're banned were Push by Sapphire, which was the basis of the 2009 Academy Award-winning film Precious. I never saw it, but I, I do recognize that name. Identical by Ellen Hopkins and Lucky by Rachel Vail. So I'll link to this so you can read more about what the situation is with that and if it's warranted or not. And the worst possible news is that Colorado Springs is no longer the number one place to live. It's no longer the number three place to live. It's now the number ninth best place to live in the United States. How awful. Yeah, Colorado Springs slips in the U.S. News and World Report's annual ranking of best places to live. Yep. Number nine in among the nation's 150 largest metro areas as measured by population. So that, it, we're still great. We're still amazing. All the things that you know and love about Colorado Springs still applies. People still want to live here and they still want to move here. That hasn't changed. And so regardless of whatever black swan events may be coming in the near future. Uh, Colorado Springs uh, the housing market is fairly uh, preserved. And another good one, uh, D11 teachers are now being paid a bit more, at least uh, first year teachers going from 41k a year to 50k a year. So I mean, that's something, you know, it's, it's not uh, a, an amazing amount of money, but it's better than it was and apparently this uh bump up in pay makes d11 a lot more competitive in the city from going from near the bottom to near the top as far as financial uh, competitiveness but as far if you're a teacher i mean what do you think you should make you think you should make 50k starting out
2: Colorado Springs Airport says this wall here will be torn down to double the size of the TSA checkpoint lines here. They say yes. it's all happening to accommodate the continued growth they're seeing here.
3: The Colorado Springs Airport, chosen by these passengers for its efficiency. The
1: lines are short.
3: Nice.
0: convenient. Yeah, it's easy. It's great. It's in our city. It's going to be the, our own DIA. So it'll just take a little bit of time to get there, but we are definitely getting there. This one just cracked me up. The El Paso County is suing the state of Colorado for allowing county employees to join unions. And this is the El Paso County commissioners, I believe, who initially put this uh, suit lawsuit together.
1: So County is suing the state over a Colorado law that allows county employees to join unions. That law is set to kick in in July.
3: News 5's Ashley Portillo explains how this impacts you and your money. Unionization is unnecessary as it is expensive. El Paso County commissioners have been vocal in their opposition since a collective bargaining for counties bill made its way through the state legislature last year. That's pretty
0: much all you need to know is that they're in opposition to it. I mean... Uh, they're in opposition to what? Better worker rights? I mean, I don't understand what the problem is. It
3: applies to counties with more than 7,500 people. Here we have ended up with a very unclear policy that is causing a lot of problems for counties. County leaders, including El Paso County Commissioner Gary Geithner, is calling this an unfunded mandate, meaning they'll have to pay millions of local taxpayer dollars to acquire the proper staff to conduct those contract negotiations. They also worry the unfunded mandate would jeopardize service to citizens.
2: And when you start putting unfunded mandates down...
0: So wait, how much money exactly are they going to have to spend to negotiate on paying our city employees better? Is that what the deal I'm hearing is? Is that they need to pay for lawyers to negotiate that on their behalf? What is that going to take? A few emails? I mean, I don't understand what just, I mean, uh, if you're not going to pay them. That's really what it comes down to. Is like, What is there to negotiate? There's to negotiate that uh, employees want better pay, and they want more time off, and they want more rights, and the uh, county apparently doesn't want to give that to them. It, it, it creates a new burden that takes away from your public safety, your roads, your streets.
3: Today, commissioners, a yeah, lot of support makes, from Fremont people. and Dorado County also agreed this is overreach, that they should not be involved in negotiating all county employee contracts. I also reached out to one of the bill's sponsors, former state representative Denea Asgard.
0: Did you just hear that? They should not be involved in negotiating employees' contracts, how much they're getting paid. You're right. You should not be negotiating that. You should just have it be done. Just say what it is. And if the workers feel that that's not fair compensation, then they're going to unionize. And if you're not going to let them unionize that's what this lawsuit is about.
3: ...from Pueblo, who called this lawsuit disappointing. She says a number of amendments were made to the bill to help counties. Escar says county employees deserve to have a stake at the table when it comes to the important work they do. Reporting in El Paso County, Nashley Portillo for News 5. Ashley, thank you. According to the fiscal no, they, they note on the bill, this. this law will cost a county like El Paso County more than
1: $2 million for staffing for costs. Now, last year, more than 170 staffing? elected oh. county officials...
0: Oh, wait, 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 $2 million for staffing costs. Is that how much it would cost to pay our employees more money? Or is that how much they're paying to negotiate
1: with these employees on their pay? Officials ...from all across Colorado signed a letter asking the governor to veto that bill in 2019. Colorado voters, you may recall... Also voted down a collective bargaining privileges that would have uh, kicked in for Colorado Springs firefighters.
0: Well, for firefighters, I remember that one for firefighters. Uh, That's a little bit different than the entire city. Interesting. What do you think? These are the uh, news highlights in Colorado Springs that I found interesting. So if there's some additional stuff that you found interesting, or you'd have an opinion on something, uh, leave me a comment below. And if you or someone you know are looking to buy or sell property in the Colorado Springs area, I am a real estate agent here in Colorado Springs with Remax Real Estate Group. Reach out to me and I'd be happy to help you with that. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Kevin James Bond with Remax Real Estate Group. If you liked this podcast, please give a like, and a subscribe. Have a sunshine day!